Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Through the Winters Ministry podcast. At Through the Winters Ministry, we believe that with the help of Jesus Christ, we can find purpose in our pain and healing from our past. If this is your first time checking us out, we want to say thank you. And if you enjoy this podcast, please hit subscribe and share this with a friend. All right, everyone, we want to make sure that you know how to connect with us here at Through the Winters Ministry. And you can do that by going to throughthewinters.com. Again, throughthewinters.com. There, you'll be able to find out any information you want to know about Through the Winters Ministry. You can read our articles, both old and new. You even have an opportunity to sign up for our monthly newsletter. Guys, you can also find us on Facebook. Just type in Through the Winters Ministry on the search engine, and it'll take you right to our page. We hope you enjoy our ministry just as much as we enjoy serving you. God bless you all. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Straight from the Heart, the portion of our podcast where I just speak with you on the things that I feel God is sharing with me to share with you guys, the listener. The last few weeks, I've been talking to you guys about being kind, taking that breath and knowing that everything is going to be okay, to show love to one another in a world that doesn't show much love. And last week, I even shared with you guys about a time where I had to ask God, what's going on? You know, how how is it that the things that I'm experiencing and the things that I'm thinking and facing, how are these things supposed to be for my good? Well, as a pastor for several years, I've spoken to people who I believe have legitimate reasons to be frustrated, scared, concerned with things that are happening in their lives, and and they don't know what's next. They're trying to figure out, how is this God working for my good? I never, I won't say never, but I mean, I always have an answer to why things are happening exactly the way they are happening. But what I do try to encourage people is let them know that God is good and that he's caring for them and he's watching over them. And sometimes he uses these circumstances and these situations to strengthen us, to help us grow. So in some cases, maybe even to help us move forward in ways that we never would have challenged ourselves had this circumstance never happened. I know that's the case with my, my story and even my wife's story. If you heard her testimony, you know that the hard things and the The unthinkable things that she has gone through seems so unfair for a young child to experience. But God has used those circumstances and used those situations to help her help other victims of abuse, help other victims of of trauma and finding hope where they feel there is no hope. God has used it to help her find healing in forgiveness, find healing in, in, in past thoughts and, and, and find healing in within herself so that she can be able to relate to other people that are experiencing hard times and and that, that feel like they're broken and feel like that they can never be of any use to God's kingdom or to this world, period. We face hard times because this world is evil. The, the world is heading in a direction that's choosing to go so far away from what God has called it to be. The world is making choices and, and moving in ways that that would make 
any person cringe when we see it through spiritual eyes that God has such a big plan for this world and has a big plan for all those in it and yet they're choosing to go in a direction that is far from him and they're missing his calling and his purpose in their lives now there are times when we make choices and we make decisions and sometimes we blame God for the outcome and he looks at us sometimes it's like Look, you've chosen to go on a path. You've chosen to go in a direction that is not the way that I have laid out for you or not the way that I have laid out for, for my chosen people and for, for those who believe in me. And in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 3, he simply says, people ruin their lives by their own foolishness and then they're angry with the Lord. See, there are times when we make choices that have nothing to do with God and what he's doing it has to do with the choices that we make and now we got to deal with the consequences of that but then there are those situations where we're doing right by him we're we're tithing we're we're going to church we're we're fellowshipping with other believers we're maybe participating in ministry and and we're doing what we're supposed to do as best as we can and yet evil still comes in nowhere in scripture does it say that coming to salvation of god and coming to the salvation of christ that you will never have problems uh, ever again. It says this world is corrupt. It said this world is evil. And when you, when you face circumstances, when you go through trials, when you are in the pit, when you are in the mouth of the beasts, and when when you are facing trials and tribulations over your life, know that I am still God, and know that I love you know that I care for you. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love him. The good? How can something bad be good? Listen, believer, I want you to always know that whether you're facing a trial and tribulation now and you're facing something that is just overwhelming, God is looking out for you. He is calling to you. He's asking you to just bow the knee and and to reach out to him. He's there to help you get through your circumstance. In some cases, he's called us, the believer himself, to be be his hands, to be his arms, to to be the one used to help others out of their situation. And so sometimes it's a trial of tribulation uh, that we're facing, but it's it's moreover uh, about us being obedient. And we're, we're going through this situation. We're like, you know what? I need to learn how to be obedient and, and intercede and, and pray and get into my word or push past my thoughts that may want to go into this dark place and go into this dark thing and trust that God is the one that's working. He is good. He does love us. And don't wait for circumstances to get hard for you to be on your knees in prayer and for you to to really seek after him seek him day in day out i speak to myself also there are times where i get so overwhelmed with responsibilities and things like that that i may forget to really take time out for deep prayer and time for getting into my own word for my own self not to study for something i'm going to teach or preach but to something for my own self there are times i let those things slip by too but he wants us to always be prepared Because we don't know what may come around the corner. We don't know what situations and tribulations we may face. But again, like Romans 8 says, He causes everything to work together for His good. 
Sometimes they may not feel that way. Sometimes we may not understand how this is going to work out for the good. But as one who's gone through circumstances and situations where things have been very overwhelming and I've come out on the other side, may not have always turned out to be the way I wished it to be. It may not have always turned out to be the, the, the way I had hoped for things to turn out. But I do find myself stronger. I do see, looking back, wow, God, you really taught me something there. And you really showed me how I can grow. And you really challenged me in my faith about whether or not I really do believe that you are the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And then there are times where we may go through stuff and we, we just may not get the answers we want. I want to encourage you to always make sure that you seek God in all things that you trust him and know that he is good and that that this world this world will will not last what we do in this world is for eternity to be with him eternally and and to save as many souls as possible to share his love and to share his gospel and to be a witness to those who do not yet know him to to be a light in this world of darkness this world is temporary but life with our heavenly father that's eternity so yes, we may face trials and tribulations. We may go through circumstances that we don't know why we're going through what we're going through. We, 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 may, we may be challenged in our faith. I want to encourage each and every one of you to always remember that God is always working towards our good. He is the good father. He is the one that gives us purpose. And he can show you how to use your, your pain and how to use your situations and use them for his glory and for his kingdom. Use them to show this world that nothing's going to hold you back. That people look at you saying, I know you went through this. I know you can. What kind of God do you serve if he lets you go through this, this, and this? You want me to say what kind of God I serve? Yeah, I went through this and I went through that. I went through that. That wasn't because of, of, of God being evil or bad. It's because this world has chosen to fall away from him. But despite everything I went through, he's shown me who he really is. He's given me hope. He's given me purpose. The fact that I went through all those things and I faced these problems and these circumstances should have crushed me and should have torn me down. But I stand before you because God has come into my life. The pain of this world, you know, uh, doesn't prove that God isn't here like a lot of people like to think. The pain of this world proves how much more we need to invite God back into our system, back into our country, back into this world. Many won't understand that. But believer, I need you to understand this. God is going to use you to be a vessel to show this world that despite what it may throw at us and despite what it may try to, to do to break us down, God is in control and He is good. And we are His children and we will prosper and we will move forward. God bless you guys. Straight from the heart. I love you all. The Lord loves you. Be encouraged. Do not give up. Know that he cares for you. God bless. Hey everyone, all of us here at Through the Winters are so proud of our son Joseph, who just came out with his first single, Realize. You can look him up on Amazon or on iTunes. Look up Joseph Baez, Realize, and download his song. We know you'll enjoy it.
God bless you, friends. On behalf of all of us here at Through the Winters Ministry, I want to say thank you for all the love and for all the support. Through the Winters is here because we want to help people find purpose in their pain, help them find healing from their past, and, and give them a drive to keep on pursuing God in all things. If you'd like to help support us, there's two ways you can go about that. The first is through these podcasts. If you listen to us through Google or Spotify or iTunes, on our page in the About section on the last sentence, you'll find a link that will send you to a website where you can sponsor us for either $1, $5, or $10 a month. If you listen to us through a podcast app, there should be a little icon that says Support or Sponsor. Click on that, and again, it will take you to a spot where you can support us for either $1, $5, or $10 a month. The second way that you guys can support us is by inviting us to your church. We here at Through the Winters have had experience speaking to men's groups, women's groups, youth groups. We've done Sunday morning services. We've helped out in workshops and conferences. Any way that we can help your church, we want to be there. Just give us a call at 718-679-5356. That number again is 718-679-5356. Guys, once again, thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Any way that we can help you, just give us a call. God bless. All right, everyone, I'm going to pass it over to Marsha. She's going to share some verses that are important to her. As we conclude this discussion about depression, we hope these verses will really help you in your times of struggle, in your times of need. And maybe if you're a person that's helping someone else is going through some things, you can use these verses to help encourage them. Marsha? When I was pregnant with our youngest son, Emmanuel, it was really it was a really hard time for me because there was this, I think it was, you know, depression that sometimes women go through when they are uh, pregnant and it's not something that is necessarily clinically diagnosed or anything like that it's just certain blues and I remember feeling absolutely like like my brain was just unable to break out of this despair I was I should have been really excited and happy about having a new baby, but the fact that my body was breaking down, not necessarily breaking down, but, you know, you're getting bigger. and Yeah, a lot of like, women go through this whole thing where because of the, what's happening hormonally and all yeah. that kind of stuff with their body, emotions, maybe stress, they're tired more than they were used to being. Different things start changing in your body, your appetite, everything. Everything starts to change. And it's really hard when you're so tired and your body is going through so much to have to take care of three other children. So it there was a, a moment where I felt that, sense of depression and I found Psalms 88 or I should say the Lord brought me to Psalms 88. It doesn't sound encouraging, but the fact that God would have one of his, you know, one of his followers, someone that loves him to, to record their feelings of despair Mm -hmm. means that God is not he is not afraid or he's not ashamed to show that even those who love him go through things. It starts off with verse 1 that says, O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry, for my soul is full of troubles and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am a man who has no strength, like one set loose among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom you remember no more. 
for they are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the depths of the pits, in the regions of the darkness and deep. Your, your wrath lies heavy among me, and you overwhelm me with all your waves. You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so I am shut in so that I cannot escape. My eye draws dim through sorrow. Every day I call upon you, O Lord. I spread out my hand to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the departed rise up, up to praise you? Is your steadfast love declared in the grave or your faithfulness in Abaddon? Are you one are your wonders known in the darkness or are your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But I, O Lord, cry to you in the morning. My prayer comes before you. O Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? Afflicted and close to death from my youth up, I suffer your terrors. I am helpless. Your wrath has swept over me. You, your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me together. You have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. My companions have become darkness. It doesn't sound like there's anything in those verses that are encouraging. But God wanted us to know that there are people in his word, people that were were considered fellow righteous men that had these thoughts, that went through these moments, and he was not going to erase their worries, their their hurts, their afflictions. He didn't hide those so that it can look like everyone had a perfect life. He made sure to show that they struggled as well. So if you are going through anything in these verses, I would encourage you, number one, go and look at it for yourself, Psalms 88, and admit to God what part you feel he has played in getting you here. Because a lot of these verses were blaming God, that he put them in the pit, and that he caused um, those to turn against him, and that darkness is his friend, um, is this um, gentleman's friend. Friends and shunned him. Friends and... shunned him, and he's blaming God, and God is not ashamed he is not so embarrassed or, um, what do you call it? God is not so intimidated by his blaming that he doesn't even put it in his own word, in his own Bible. So I wanted to share that. Now let's look at two more verses. Well, before we go into that, I think okay. the point that you're making is that, uh, that one of the cool things I like about scripture is that scripture... If it was just about the happy-go-lucky and the good things or whatever, there's a lot of things in Scripture that wouldn't belong in there. Right. That we, you would not want that in the Bible if this is a thing where you're trying to persuade people about Christianity. Um, because there are people who are the greats who've done wrong. David mm -hmm. being one of them. He's considered a great, but yet he, he committed a guy to death. He he did things the wrong way. You know, um, Several other characters in Scripture. Moses. Mm-hmm. Some of the prophets, they did things that would embarrass God, that you would say, okay, why would God allow that to be put in there? But he was showing the human qualities. And yes. in this psalm in particular, 
It's someone who's really going through what they were going through. And so they're saying, they're seeing God as, God, why are you letting this happen? This is what I'm facing. This is what I'm going through. What I'm going through. And it's a transparency is what right. you're saying. It's yes. a transparency where um, there's nothing wrong with bringing God your situations and, and trying to figure them out. Doesn't mean that that God is allowing all those things, or maybe even that God Himself did those kind of things. But it's the situation where you're at, and what you're saying is we can be transparent, we can right. be vulnerable with God. We can, mm-hmm. we don't have to try to fake it or or try to pretend like we have it all together. Mm-hmm. Just let it out. I think that honesty and integrity is what God seeks after. Yeah, He wants a man who's gonna be honest with Him. You no, know, we try to pretend we're just holding stuff in and not really letting our real true emotions out. Right. So the next one is Psalms 40, verse 1 and 2, and it kind of gives us an understanding of what we need to do. It says in verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord. How many of you can say that you are patiently waiting on God? Some of you are saying, you don't know how long I've been struggling with this. You don't know what I've been going through. But listen to the rest of it. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. Do you believe that God has heard your cry today? Do you really believe that he understands and hears everything that you're going through? As opposed to shutting it away and and not giving it any notice. Right. Now look at verse 2. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. It doesn't mean that you were never in a pit, but he sees the pit that you're in and he is going to draw close, close to you. He's going to pull you up and he is going to set your feet on a rock. A solid foundation. Solid foundation. Something that won't, uh, that won't change. It won't go up. It won't go down. It won't, you know, it won't shift. Um, it will stay its, its shape no matter what the storms of life are going to be. Psalm 69 verse 15 says, let not the flood sweep over me or the deep swallow me up. Or the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, O Lord, for your steadfast love is good. According to your abundant mercy, turn to me. Remember that God loves you, that he is good, and that he He has mercy and grace set up for you. You have to be able to believe that in order to get yourself to a place where you get help and you you find hope. If you just believe that the pit that you're in is the only pit or the only place you'll ever be, then you'll never change. But God is saying, look, you have to wait patiently for me and believe that I hear you and believe that I love you and believe that I have mercy and grace mm-hmm. that are following you all the days of your life. And that I'm working through the process. I'm working through the process. So right now, I know that um, many of you are going through some very painful moments. Uh, you, you're wondering when the depression is going to end. When are you going to feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel? Last week, I talked about the mindset. You have to change your thinking. You cannot live a victorious life with uh, with failure in your thoughts. 
you can't think of yourself as a loser and expect to win every battle. Mm -hmm. You will uh, have to change the way you see yourself, the way you see your circumstance, and the way you see your God. So I want to encourage you to continue searching out scriptures because the Psalms, number one, are great. It's it's very transparent. It's a man's, it's several men explaining how they are feeling in their situation. Yeah. And it's not all, it's not all rainbows and sunshine. <clears throat> there are times that David talks about wanting to die, mm-hmm. wanting God to kill him, Wanting to times ne- where he's going through the oppression and right. he's wondering when is this going to end, mm-hmm. um, and he asks. Us, but in that process, he's asking God, "Give me the strength." Yes. In, in, during this time, mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah. nothing wrong like like we said earlier. Nothing wrong with being transparent and saying, "God, God, I'm confused. God, I feel low. God, I feel lonely. God, I feel like I've everybody's abandoned me." You know, why am I in this situation? There's nothing wrong with the whys. There's nothing wrong with letting God know how you feel. The motivation though comes from. Lord, so you gotta show me. You gotta listen. I've done that myself. I, I've had those prayers where I'm bawling and totally confused by what's going on around me. And I'm like, God, you gotta show me what. You gotta show me what's going on. I shared this in the previous podcast with you guys. God, just show me what I'm supposed to do. Help me. Give me the strength. If I if I'm meant to endure this pit, if I'm meant to endure this trial, then give me the strength that i need you know encourage me and and on what i have to do to until it's time to be pulled out mm-hmm. and um a lot of the times it's it's things that we go through so that he can help strengthen us so he can help show us and that he's real mm-hmm. and that he's operating and moving in our lives mm-hmm. lastly um it wasn't even a plan to talk about it but i think it really needs to be said at least once you know um you're in ministry you're a pastor, um, you know, I've been by your side in ministry for how many years? And we wow. have, we've read that we are in the last days. Mm. And in the last days, God makes it very clear that this world is going to be horrible. Mm. Parents are going to turn against their kids. Kids are going to turn against their parents. Brother if, against brother. Brother against brother, sister against sister. We are going to be selfish, self centered people that all we care about is what we want there's going to be wars and rumors of wars there's going to be trials and tribulations we read it in other words things are going to get hard things are going to get very hard it is not a surprise that man's mentality is breaking down for the things that are going on so you know we want to encourage you to to anchor yourself onto god because the world is not going to get better. It's just not going to get better. We are in a time where it's just going to continue to decline. And the only answer to everything is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only answer. He's the only way that we are going to get through some of the roughest times Mm -hmm. right now. The Um, world is going to go what's going to go through, but there's no reason why we can't become stronger. Right, absolutely. And come together more. Yes, you um, you know, our pastor just... He just did a preaching on um, on suicide, and I was shocked that that in such a short period of time, I think it's the ten, stats, the quotes, and yeah, everything. the stats yeah. and quotes, and how ten police officers have killed themselves mm-hmm. in this such such a short period in of time in New York time. City within a three month period, I think y- it was. Yeah, and it's because they see things we don't even see. They are being hated on, you know, like, I, I, I feel so 
hurt for all those who are in these these um, careers and they have to see some of the worst of the worst they are spit on they're they're mocked they're 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 uh, put down and um, if those who are in authority are killing themselves what what does this world have to look forward to in ending um, this time with you I'd love to pray with you. I'd love to uh, just encourage you and let you know that um, God is our anchor in a, in this storm. We are in a storm, there, and the only one that can keep us steady in the boat that we're in is Jesus Christ. So right now, Lord God, I thank you and I praise you for the opportunity to speak to my sister or my brother who's listening right now. I thank you, God, for the opportunity to be able to pray with them. God, you warned us, you told us that we were going to be in some very harsh times. And I'm almost sure that this isn't the harshest of harsh. But Lord God, humanity is breaking down as we don't know our identity. We don't know who we are. We don't know where where we stand anymore. Government is fighting with each other. We're losing our children at such a young age. Parents are burying their kids and, you know, children and, and parents have lost their love for each other. Husbands and wives are cheating on each other. We're losing our finances. Like the world has nothing good to offer us anymore. And God, you're the only thing that's staying constant. We wish you would just um, you would just mold and make yourself to, to fit society and the way we're doing things, but you're not. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the only way we're going to get through this is to patiently wait on you as you draw close to us and take us out of the pit that we're in. It took us several years to get in this pit. We need to give you the same amount of time to get us out of it. And Father, I pray that you would just be with each and every person who can hear the sound of my voice, that they will know that they are not alone. You are not alone. God is right there with you. And where you feel like you can't go on anymore, I just want you to know you can. You can go on. And I pray, Lord, that you will be with them, help them, touch them, give them strength. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Hey folks, before we let you go, we'd like to say thank you for listening to the Through the Winters Ministry podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please click subscribe. And even better, share this with a friend. If you'd like to help support Through the Winters Ministry, in the About section of the homepage, depending on what platform you listen to us on, you should be able to find a link that'll take you to a spot where you can support us for $1, $5, or $10 a month. Guys, we thank you so much for all the love, and above all else, Keep us in your prayers as we minister the gospel to those who are hurting and to those who are looking to grow more in Christ. God bless you.